Hi. Hi. My name is Joel. I'm a Scorpio. I like long walks on the beach and fluffy white pillows. And uh, you know how when like people make a big life change, like they quit smoking or they start working out for like four or five days or they lose a bunch of weight or they get a new job or they find a new religion, there's like that weird sense of entitled superiority that they seem to hold over the people around them that you know, a mere 24 hours or two weeks or a month ago, they were equals. But now that this person has either quit smoking or, you know, joined a new church or started working out with a new gym or started CrossFit or went vegan, whatever it is, like they start looking at all the things that they used to be, like down the down their nose, as opposed to like just, you know, at eye level. <clears throat> I think we're all guilty of shit like that, but one of the things that I'm trying to pay attention to is how am I aging? How am I getting better than I was? Not necessarily physically because it's pretty obvious that my body is revolting. You know, knee pain, foot pain. My back pain's doing great right now, but knee pain, foot pain. Uh, my, my right shoulder's all fucked up now. Like doing the wide push-ups kills me. Um, so like, it's not my body, but how am I just getting better at being who I'm supposed to be or who I, you know, truly am, whatever, my authentic self. And I think about other people that I've had, you know, not run-ins with, but, you know, instances in my life and their life where we just, thank you, pre-collision assist. That was 800 feet in front of me, but I appreciate the assist, pre-collision. Um, you know, I, I think to certain people who I have had experiences with, and I wonder where they are in like their, in their progression from who they were to who they are now to who they're going to be. And I think about, do those people, when they turn corners in their life, do they look down at who they used to be? Like look down at who they used to be? Or do they just see somebody who was growing and did the best that they could with the information that they had? And when that is the focus instead of, oh, look at them, they're doing whatever. Because um, I think it's easy to assume that life stops once you stop. The life stops for somebody that you don't care about once you stop caring about them. And that's totally not true. I mean, nobody gives a fuck about you. Nobody gives a fuck about me. Like, when I'm out of somebody's life, nobody cares. It might hurt for a fucking second, but nobody gives a fuck. So to assume that we are that important is, is a little stupid. But I think what I'm trying to define for myself is that I can't hold it against people when where they're at doesn't meet up with where I'm at. Sometimes it's easier to assume that I should hold it against people and then like write them off forever. But I used to like look at how my dad did business um, as like a uh, way too guarded. Like, come on, bro. Like the, the joy of growth is doing things with people. And then I kind of learned from his... You know, his experience is that, yeah, maybe it's not the best idea to do things in partnerships. Maybe the best idea is to do things in contracts where I do this and you do that. And then no matter if you do what you say you're going to do or not, because I'm doing what I'm going to be doing on my own, I'm still going to be okay. And I used to be like, man, come on, open up a little bit. And now I'm like, wow, he was really ahead of his time. But he wasn't because he's still like 30 fucking years older than I am. But then when I look at how he responds, he's continually closed off and not accepting of anything. 
whereas I have been continually open and open to a lot of you know dialogue and possibilities and stuff like that and it's only after having been left doing everything that I said that I was going to do and and more and then not receiving what I was either expecting hoping or had been told to expect or hope for um, that's when I kind of get like a little burnt out on man if this person's where they're at how are they ever going to meet up with where I'm at not that I'm better not that I'm superior, like I'm fucking a vegan CrossFitter now, but I'm like, how the fuck do I get to a place where I can be certain that the people that I am doing projects with, work with, business projects, and fucking changing the world type shit with, how do I be assured that they are at least close to where I'm at? Like, how do they treat the fucking waiter and the busboy? If you're a dick to a waiter, or a busboy, or a bartender... Yo, I don't ever want to fucking do work with you ever. Because that's me. Like, I'm the fucking... I'm the provincial server. I never really gave up being a fucking waiter because I'm good at it. Unfortunately, it doesn't lend itself to financial stability, nor does it lend itself to uh, independence when it comes to the validation of others. So I'm <clears throat> trying to kind of put my finger on how I can both keep my shit moving not hold it against people when I have moved beyond where they are but then also be just okay with it and I don't ever really wish any ill will on motherfuckers but I know that I've grown past a lot of people and I've known that I you know I haven't grown as fast as other people and there are people that can withstand knowing that people are lying and say well it's part of the business and I I don't have that and it's weird how a lot of the things that I try to uh, lean on as an adult come from song lyrics, but there was this song, um, I forget who it's by, it'll come up on my bike uh, at some point once the weather stops being a dick, but it was like the harder, the longer you live, the harder it is to stay pure. The, hard, the, the more pure you live, the harder it is to live. And I was like, ah, fuck. I mean, we're not talking about purity like I'm not going to, you know, jerk off or fucking smoke reefer or drink too much fucking whiskey. We're talking about purity and, like, intention and, like, interaction and making sure that you're not fucking people. But I, I realized that the, the longer I go, the harder it is to not just, because of exhaustion, allow myself to step into a gray area that I do not belong that I know in my Joel hearts of Joel hearts that I don't fucking, I should not be stepping into this fucking arena. And it's weird how after eight years of, you know, quote unquote public service, there's not a single fucking article out there about unethical behavior or questions about my intentions. Sure, they didn't like the fact that I said fuck or that one dude didn't like that I took the uh, sugary snacks out of the fucking city hall break room and spent like a hundred and something bucks on healthy snacks and replaced them. Nor did that one guy like that I wore a Black Lives Matter shirt to my last meeting as a city council member. But nothing had anything to do with me doing something inappropriate or potentially illegal. Something I could get sued for. And I was way up front. Like I talked about masturbation all the time. Just trying to get somebody to kind of go, hey, you can't talk about that. What the fuck do you mean? If you don't talk about it, how the fuck do you, like, do anything? You just assume that we all live in these fucking silos. Like, I just, 
I'm pissed that over eight years, the only real accomplishment that I think I had, outside of, you know, getting my fucking roads done as an alderman, was that you can't say I did anything bad, and I stood up for the things that I fucking believed in. But unfortunately, doing that doesn't actually get the things that you believed in done. So while, yes, I'm glad that I, I can at least die knowing that I wasn't a fucking crook, it does nothing because the things that I really wanted to accomplish to, you know, lead and stand up for certain groups that have been shat on since the dawn of fucking time, none of those things really kind of materialized on the whole. I mean, sure, maybe it was a little addition that made some people feel good and some people snickered and said, oh, he, he, he means well. But I think if, if I were to become an elected official again, like start over with no experience right now, I don't think I would last because now I don't need to know everyone else's fucking dirty laundry because I'm busy cleaning mine. And that's not to whitewash it. That's to make sure I learn from my shit. Yeah, I used to say the F word on the internet when I was on message boards in my late teens and early 20s. Not fuck. I say fuck as much as I want, but I used to say the F word. It's not appropriate, but that's what fucking children do. And I learned, man. That is not a word that I want to fucking say, nor is it a word that I want my kids to fucking say. And I'm adamant about it. Like, if you stub your toe, say fuck. If you're mad at somebody and you drop an F-bomb, know that I am over your shoulder and I am fucking disappointed. And you're going to have to come to Jesus with that. You're going to have to fucking talk about it. We don't say that word. Maybe that's, like, where I should just fucking draw the line. Glad I didn't fucking break any laws. Glad I have no fucking skeletons in the closet. Besides the aforementioned masturbation with marijuana and alcohol. But Jesus, trying to grow up and be confident in the way that you were growing up gets harder and fucking harder and fucking harder. Because these fucking gray areas and blurred lines, they just start multiplying. Like there's so many ways that you could either not think about participating in shady shit or participate in shady shit while not thinking about it. Like, dude, if I know that somebody's a dick, I'm not going to eat at his fucking restaurant. Like, it's a little little bit more difficult when it comes to, like, you know, personal hygiene products. Dude, Nestle owns fucking everything. It's a little hard to fucking sell back the shit that I fucking purchased to wash my asshole six months ago. I don't know. Just trying. Hey, if nobody told you today, you look fucking amazing.